Nice. Doing what? Uh, instructing, blood instructing. Oh, nice. Yes. I just got back a ago. How many days a week do you do it? Uh, five to six days a week. Not bad. Yeah. I'm also um, doing college online, so it's kind of a lot. But yeah. Are you taking, like, a lot of classes? No, I'm only taking one right now. Oh. But then after that, I'll be taking two at a time, which I thought was manageable. Gotcha. But after being an engineering major, nothing seems hard anymore. So No. Especially for me going from, like, chemistry and math, which I'm just bad at, to just English is just, like, incredible. It's so easy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I read Fire Punch. It was oh? fantastic. Oh, yeah, wait, so you'd never read it before? No, I've never read Fire Punch. Uh, I see. That's very interesting. Are oh. you going to save that for a review? I... I suppose I could. Um, uh, I was also watching that other anime, The Fruit of Grisaya. I think that's how you say it, but I'm not finished with it, so I'll save that for later, I suppose. I see. And then, oh yes, I watched uh, Scum's Wish. That sounds really familiar. Um, it's... How do I describe it? It's like a romance, but not. Like, it's, it's kind of dark. Um... Anyways, I, I'll, I'll review that one. Um, I see. And Fire Punch, so. Welp. The agenda for today's episode is Spring 2023 uh, seasonal retrospective. So that is what will be occurring from whatever we ended up watching from last season. Yes. And I have also seen, I don't know about you, but I've also, like seen a few things that have started from uh this next season so we can talk about that too at the uh, end yeah but uh oh before we start i wanted to make a i don't know if statement's the right word but um i listen to a lot of podcasts during work now and like the like the quality of most anime podcasts is just like horrendous like worse than ours yes like like if you feel bad about out like ours just like go listen to a random one just that you just find and it's just the worst thing oh boy it's like actually terrible so far I've, there's been like one that's been decent i think there's a couple i guess but like most of them are just really bad. Uh, yeah, it's I'm a just lot. Never, yeah, it was really weird. Gone out of my way to go listen to an anime podcast. Yeah, the only reason that I do is because it just keeps me from being bored. So, wait, what's your job? So right now I work uh, for a catering business and also for Pizza Hut as a driver for the summer. Interesting. So, like, a lot of the, <clears throat> a lot of the time for the catering place, it, the setup takes a really long time, like, to get everything ready. So I'll just be like listening to stuff, and then I'm just See. always listening to stuff in my car when I'm driving, I guess. So, uh, 
I listened to the Foo Fighters this morning. Like an album or like a song or what? It was part of um, the the 90s playlist that was going on. So you listened to a single Foo Fighters song on a 90s playlist? I absolutely did. But it was the one song I remember um, clearly. I see. Rescued by the Foo Fighters. Pretty good. That's all I gotta say. Okay, so I'll bring back, I'll bring up the, or I'll bring back up the topic of really bad anime podcasts when we get to like some of the shows because I listened to an episode of one where they were talking about one of them and it was, I just couldn't believe like what I was hearing. But we'll we'll get there when we get there. Well, I did introduce somebody to our podcast when I was at my uh, interview in Florida um because he said he needed something to listen to on his long drive so i was like hey i I know a podcast yeah oh that's another thing actually our like we have really long episodes and apparently that's like not normal like a lot of them are just like the long long ones are like an hour but most of them are like 40 minutes so you can get a lot of bang for your buck with this one yep so we'll, we'll try and at least do enough to keep you uh, focused on the road or whatever you do as a job. But yeah, unless you have any pressing things to get out of the way first, we can just kind of jump right into it. Oh, we're, we're just going over like the last season, right? Yes. Well, before we get into it then, um, I would like to mention that I read Fire Punch. Kind of late to the game, I know, but... Um, it was really good. Surprise, I know, but um, if like it's hard for me to compare it to Chainsaw Man just because it's Chainsaw Man's not finished. Yeah, they're but they're I, so different. Also, they're really different. Yeah, but I think I like um, Fire Punch almost as much as Chainsaw Man Part One. Like, I think it's that good. Yeah, um, I think. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um. M- well, so actually, um, what I thought made like a certain part of the story really good was a certain character uh, that you you're probably aware of, um, which would be uh, Togata. Um, I don't even how do I even describe Togata? I actually it's don't like, remember them by name. What is is, is that the so film person? Yes, the film oh, person. Yeah. yeah. She, he just tries to film Agni and make an action movie because, like, she hates the world for having her movie collection get destroyed. She's like, I'm going to make a movie. Yeah. That's one of my favorite parts of, like, that's one thing, I guess, that's similar is whenever Fujimoto makes stuff, the characters have, like, I don't know if I would say realistic motivations, but, like, just... W- interesting motivations that aren't necessarily like like most shonen things where they're like i have to save humanity like usually they just don't care and they care about like one specific thing that they're trying to do which i think is is interesting yeah because like in the beginning um after togata's movie collection got destroyed she was all like i no longer have a reason to live if i cannot watch movies and i was like it's just like me. That just got me hooked. 
Um, yeah. But it's not just Togata, just all the characters are pretty wild. They just don't care most of the time. Um, yeah. For anybody who hasn't read Fire Punch, um, I'm not going to spoil it, but there is, um, in one of the later volumes, there's a scene um, that gets foreshadowed in the beginning that I thought was really good. Um, I wish I could describe it, but it's, like, important, so. Well, I honestly don't even remember what you were referring to. It's been so long. Yeah. Um, but I was I was surprised um, that the ending had an effect on me. It was, um, yeah, it was really something. And also, I think it's just a unique concept of having the dystopia be in an ice age. Like, I think it's just a good concept. I think just, like, I don't think that's... even the basic concept of the main character's situation is just so sick. Yes. He's just on fire. He's just on. So he's just on, always on fire. Yeah, it's so simple, but it's so cool. It, it's so cool, and the but way it's, also it's really drawn messed is up. So, yeah, because he, he oh, doesn't then, like immediately use it like a superhero. He's like he like suffers for like a year, or, like years. But he suffers for like eight years before like he can years, control yeah. it. It's crazy. Yeah, and then um, the city where they they take the people with the superpowers and they just like use them to create energy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. Like, with the electric people, they just constantly um, shock them to extract the voltage out of them, basically. Yep. Yeah. Um, but Tatsuki Fujimoto does not pull any punches, and that, that's why it's so interesting for the most part. Um, yeah. I, I really liked Fire Punch. Would recommend. Um, like I said, um... I feel like this is something that's probably not going to get an anime adaptation. So you definitely just need to go read the manga. Yeah, I think... I don't know, it's possible. Like, it's possible. Maybe like but... maybe like a movie series, or like a couple movies or something, or an OVA series. I don't know. I don't know if it would be a TV series, but... Oh, I just remembered something else. Um... Do you, do you remember uh, the part where they go to the refugee camp uh, with um, Agni and Togata and the, the camera girl? And she's like teaching him how to speak English. And like the the different English words she comes up with are from movies. It's like dickhead or bastard or something oh, like yeah. that. Vaguely, vaguely. I do remember it being amusing. This is quite amusing. I should um, probably reread Fire Punch. I think should. that got a release over here, didn't it? Like in English? Yes, it did. Yeah. I don't remember if it's like a hard to find series or not, but if it's not that hard, then I'm going to get it one. Uh, yeah, I just got the whole thing on Amazon. It wasn't too hard. Oh, you have um, it physically. Yes. Oh, nice. How many volumes does it come out to? Eight. Eight. Oh, that's yeah. nice and short and sweet. It is short and sweet. But for some reason, um, like it feels longer than that. It does. I, I like In my mind, it, it 
seemed like it was a lot longer than that. Like, it doesn't feel long in a bad way, but in a good way. Yeah, like the scale of it is just makes it seem that way. Have you been playing any video games recently? I have, actually. Um, I beat the first Resident Evil game, so now I've been playing uh, Resident Evil 2. It's, it's It's so good. Are you playing, like, the remake versions or, like, the original? Uh, yes, the remake. I see. What was the first one? The first one, did they make, like, a proper 3D remake of it? Um, it's a remake, but it's more like a graphics upgrade. Like, oh, I see. it doesn't have, like, the modern mechanics. So it's, uh, it's clunky to play, but... Um, it's still very fun because like, you don't have control over the camera angle but also like in some cases that actually makes it more scary because when you turn down a hall you can see down the hall but you can't see behind you but you can like hear something like coming towards you from behind yeah it, it does yeah it creates that tension also the story in the first game is just good like I mean it's this haunted mansion, and there's, like, mad scientists and giant sharks. I mean, come on. Giant sharks? Yes. What? I didn't know it was that crazy. I thought the first one was, like, really realistic for some reason. Um, not really. Like, I mean, the character designs are realistic, but that's the only thing realistic about it. I see. Um, now that being said, it's, um, it's a very hard game because you have to manage your ammo and uh, yeah, like, cause you have to know like, when should you kill a zombie or when is it just easier to run past it? And like, if you're not good at that and you waste a bunch of ammo, well, then you're kind of screwed. So you, yeah. And you kind of have to make multiple save points, but if I had to say, I think Resident Evil 2 is the better game just because um, the game mechanics are so much, like, they're modernized, so they work properly. Um, like, the aiming is fixed, and, um, yeah, the other thing is in the first game, like, if a zombie grabs you and attacks you, and there's another zombie, the other zombie can just kind of walk through you while you're being attacked. But in Resident Evil 2, multiple zombies can attack you at the same time. So uh, that actually makes it harder in in that regard. I see. So they're, they're both good games. But um, yeah, I really like the story of the first one because it's just, it's so wild. Um, the, the bosses, oh man. Yeah, I've only played the fourth one. Not the new remake, but like a remaster of it that was on the Switch. Yeah, I think the fourth game got remade a bunch of times. Yeah, well, it got it got released like a lot. Yeah. Well, actually, Resident, I think Resident Evil 2 got remade three times as well. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hooked on Resident Evil. I already bought the third game, so when I beat the second one... I'll play that one i see now well, that i have a job hoping to save up for a ps5 that would be nice you gotta get on that uh that guilty gear i know and a, apparently street fighter 6 is good so 
I will only get Street Fighter 6 like once you have the ability to play it because otherwise I just it's not it's not interesting enough to me yet. I suppose there's not there's not a character in it with a giant uh like coffin that he swings around that has an alien in it and he's American. True. And he's the the Secretary of Defense. And he just like shoots a laser at you. Oh man. But other have than you, that, what were you going to say? Have you been playing games? I have. I was going to mention, I have not beaten it. I think I'm like not quite halfway through it. Uh, but I've been playing Final Fantasy 16. Ooh. And it's good. Yeah, I heard the, the action combat was a nice addition. Yeah, it's very nice. It's like, like, I'm just, like, when I'm playing it, I'm just imagining, like, if that was the type of combat that was in Xenoblade Chronicles, it would be such a better game. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, it's the combat isn't like it's not like incredibly complex or anything, but it's it's fun. So it's like it's fun to play. So it it, it does the job because a lot of it is like there's there's a lot of story. So yeah, I heard it was a nice surprise because. Um, apparently the last one didn't do as well. Yeah, I don't really know the specifics, but apparently people really didn't like 15. But yeah, for, so far, it's a very fun game. Every, like, like the, the demo, because I played the demo before it came out, and the demo just lets you play, like, the first two hours of the game, just straight up. And there's, nice. like, there's, like, three different boss fights it's like what and every single time you fight like even just like a mini boss it feels like a like a final boss in some other games like it's actually insane and the music is also really good uh well that one is on my list let's see what else have i played i haven't played tears of the kingdom in like a month we'll get back to that eventually i will too i, I have to be I, it so i left off at the 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 one underground temple you have to put the put the bird person back together what the zone i oh i guess you haven't gotten there no <laughs> no like the like the last time that i told you where i was i've still have not done anything since then oh okay so i still have two like i guess re regular temples to do i don't really like know but I, I still just have to do that and then whatever else happens. But I think that's it for what I've been doing. I've just been on the work grind. Yeah, I've also been on the work grind trying to not mess up. I wasn't sure we were going to be able to do even do this podcast today on my like one day off because apparently a semi ran into the power line like right next to the our my apartment so the, the power was just off for like most of today oh that's crazy just like i was i was literally just sitting like in my room and then just all the lights just went off and i was like that's weird surely all the light bulbs didn't just like die and then no, the, the, there's just a semi just planted on the power lines. 
How does it, how does it do that? There's... Honestly, I don't even know because <laughs> the road that it that like the semi was on, like oh. there was no reason for it to be there. <laughs> like there was no reason for it to go down that road in the first place. So I don't really understand. Oh, but whatever. It's fixed now, so it's fine. I had to sit here and and read manga today. It's a it's a good way to spend the day. It was. I finally got well, to catch up a little that. bit. I'm back. My door was being knocked on, but then I looked and no one was there. That's not concerning at all. Well, let's get on with uh, the seasonal review. And I don't remember how we did this last time. Like, I have the ranks up there, but I don't remember, like, what order we decided to do it in. But I think this time we should go from the bottom of any chart to the top. You're on any charts? Yes. What have you been using recently? Because I've just always using, used... I've been using livechart.ev. Let me look that up real quick. Well, I like the UI for any chart better, so I'm going to be looking at any chart. Unless the order is just completely different. Hold on. I'll be back again. All right. Okay, come back again. All right. Oh, there is a dark mode. Let's see if that fixes this. Yeah, so the order is different. I'm this one is probably more accurate. Oh, Wait, which one? Uh, live chart. This one just straight up lists One Piece in here. Yeah, this order is very different. I wonder why. I don't know. But this one has more like information, so I'm going to assume that this has the more accurate popularity ranking. So from the bottom, we have obviously. Uh, Oshiri Tante Cosmic Front, which I'm sure you watched also. What? <laughs> um, let's see how many of these are. There's like one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. There's like fifteen or so, maybe sixteen, like kids shows here at the bottom. Maybe yeah, there, maybe there's more. That. Well, there's a lot more, but. Yeah, they definitely they don't list all these on any chart, so that's interesting. Yeah, I think this is like everything. Yeah. Let's see. The first thing is okay. So, so the first thing here that I have seen that I don't know if I even talked to you about, but I saw one or two episodes of Alice Gear Aegis Expansion. Uh, I did not watch that one. Well, good for you, because there's no reason to. Um, I saw, like, the description for this, or maybe just the cover art or something, and assumed that it was about, like, either girls piloting mechs or girls with, like, power armor or whatever. And so that's why I watched it, but... The first episode was like, it was like a comedy, I guess, of like a boat race or something. And I don't really remember everything that happened, but that was the first episode. <clears throat> a boat race? Yeah. And then the second episode was like completely different. And it was like following the main character going through a training arc so that she could be a like pilot like a plane girl 
So I think it was they they get like jet engines on them. Uh huh. So I don't really remember that much about it, but I do remember that it was not good. Uh, the main character was like obsessed with some like really well performing pilot to the extent to where it was just like really weird and she would just like die from blood loss at like any eye contact like that kind of obsession uh i remember that and i remember she had to like blow into a tube really hard to to like pass the test to become like a pilot girl why i don't really know but it was basically like a like an alcohol test where you have to like blow into the thing. Oh, it's like a breathalyzer. Yeah, but I'm not sure what that had to do with with anything. But um, she had to like train by like running and like playing video games or something. I don't remember, but it was just it was just not good. So I just don't remember it, and I also just didn't watch anymore. So if we plug that into the old ranking system here, let me see. Um, I don't think it was a good kind of bad, so, and it wasn't necessarily the worst thing ever, so I'm just going to put it in nugatory, though that is where it goes. I see. I need to open up the document. Okay. I think, I was just reminded of this by seeing it, but I think the Pokemon anime that's that was happening in the spring, that started in the spring was the first one without Ash in it. Or, like, without him as the main character. I could be completely wrong on that, uh, but that's notable if it's true. I just don't see how you can watch Pokemon without Ash Ketchum. I didn't ever really watch it anyways, so I don't really know what he provides. Like he's just the face of Pokemon anime. I mean, I'm pretty sure Pikachu's the face. Well, yeah, but he's Pikachu's trainer. So, they're inseparable. Maybe. This one says, now he's Captain Pikachu, so it's different. What? It has, like, the the new Pokemon from the really bad game that came out recently, and apparently Captain Pikachu. Huh. Yeah. I didn't really hear anything about the new Pokemon game. You didn't hear about it at all? No. I heard a lot about it, but only that it was like, really buggy to the point where you just couldn't play the game normally. Oh, that's not good. You didn't ever see any clips of, like, somebody, or like, walking up to fight a Pokemon trainer and then the Pokemon trainer's head just, like, stretches out to you? Like, you oh, never saw no. that? Or, like, the one no. where they're riding a bike? <laughs> you should look those up. They're pretty funny. But, like, it, it was, like, really bad. They may have patched it enough to where it's, like, playable, but I... I don't know. I wasn't going to buy it anyway, but that's just what I know. Um, did you watch uh, Kawaii Suki Crisis? I did not. Neither did I. Did you watch Maho Shoujo Magical Destroyers? Uh, nope. Okay. I watched Otaku Elf. Oh, you did? I did yes. not watch that one. Explain to me what this is. Um, so it's basically... Um, it's, it's this elf who lives in a shrine, and she just plays video games, eats Doritos, and drinks Coke all day. So, What kind of video games does she play? 
I don't remember. Um, but apparent. So like, the running joke is that the shrine maiden there is like the older sister character who's actually responsible, but she just keeps putting up with the elf because she's cute, and like everybody goes to the shrine just to see her, and then so she like steps out for a mo moment, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, it's an elf!" And like <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> and then she just goes back in, and then goes back to whatever she does, and. Like the the reason that she's a shut-in is because I, I forgot. So this may be incorrect, incorrect, but I'm pretty sure like the tragic backstory was that somebody made fun of her ears, so she just never wanted to go outside again. Is this so like? Did she get like isekai'd to our world, or is this just like a fantasy world, or what? Maybe she got isekai. Is she the like the only elf person, or like the only? Well, I'm like, pretty sure. Yeah, she's like the only elf, like in the world. Huh. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of relaxing to watch, I guess. Um, but it's it's not the best comedy I've ever seen. Let's just say that. Um, I don't remember exactly. I think I was stressed out about something, and I just wanted to see an elf uh, pig out and play video games. Like it was one of those days. Well, I watched a few episodes. So you didn't watch it all? You just watched like a little bit of it? Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. Gotcha. Well, you can go ahead and put that where you deem it right. to be put. I think it's um, copacetic then. Alrighty. I don't think I can edit the document anymore. What? Why not? I don't know. Are you anonymous alligator? I don't think so. <laughs> That's who the thing is on my screen what let me share it to you again let me see yeah it says, alligator. it says you have access as the editor strange wait, wait, wait what what is your email now i'll have to cut this out but what is your email oh wait i am on the wrong email oh well i gave them both the rights so yeah one email is for um like professional stuff and like banking and the other ones for everything else i'm i'm very curious your reasoning for your other email name um it sounds like a company try not to think about it too hard i'll let's just leave <laughs> it at that anyway let me see what is up next while you put that down unfortunately very underrated Next up on here that I have seen is, obviously that we've both seen, is Witch from Mercury, second season. Yes. Which was very good. And definitely, it like, basically made the first season worth watching. So, if you watch the first season, there's actually no reason to not watch the second season. Because it just, it just makes everything just, better. It's, like, it's just, yep. it's just really good. My favorite part, I think, where it peaked was everything that happened on Earth, I think. That was cool. But I also liked the part where uh, those two girls were just rampaged on the school. Oh, yeah. That part was everything up. I guess that technically involved Earth. 
because that was like the aftermath. Yeah, well, because they're the Earth people. Yeah, but like everything around that was my favorite part. I think the ending was definitely not like it was good, but it wasn't like Mobile Suit Gundam good. But it it was definitely serviceable. Yeah, I just I think it was just missing like a rival pilot for her to fight. There was no char. Yeah, it was just like she was just fighting technology. Yes. Um, I think it would have. I just wish it wouldn't have spent so long in the beginning with the duels and like over and over, you know? Yeah, I do think they did that on purpose, but they definitely even then probably could have cut down on all that. But I don't like, I don't think it was like that detrimental in No, like, it wasn't like bad. I just unless think you're the type of person slow. to watch it and then it's so slow in the beginning you just stop, which is unfortunate. But I think overall it wasn't actually that bad. But yeah. Oh, but the the build up to where things got good was I really like that. Especially the part where she um uh, her mom's like you should um you should do what you you think you should do and she's like okay she just goes crazy yeah i i don't know how to feel about her mother like as a character i think i liked her more in the beginning and like less as it went on yeah what'd you think about those haru haru killer killer robots do what the Haro Haro Killer Robots. Is that what they're called? Are you talking about the like mass-produced ones that they had in the end? Yeah. Is that what they were called? I don't know. That's they're like the Haro heads. Oh, those. Oh yeah, those are funny. I think it was supposed to, it was supposed to be like an actual serious situation too, but I just couldn't take it seriously. It was very funny. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think the only reason that I'm like critical of this sh- of it more now is because it proved that it could be like a really good. So in light of that, I think some of the a lot of the characters just aren't really that interesting. I kind of wish they had focused more on um what's his name? Guy with the long blonde hair. No, you know what would have been so good is if um, uh, Miorine became the villain. I I felt like it was leading up to that, you know. Yeah, I thought I thought that was gonna happen too. I don't know. I'm sure they could have figured out something. But I don't know if the. Yeah, I think the only way that would have happened is if. Um, I don't know why I'm forgetting her name. Miss Mercury herself. I don't remember her name. Suleta. Suleta. It would, the only would have happened if Suleta, like just decided to be a brainless like nothing clone and then just listen to her mom and her mom just tells her to like do stuff or like Miorine um just gets corrupted by the system and then uh, she has to go stop her yeah i don't even know if that would have really made sense but i think they could have that would definitely would have been interesting like I thought it was setting up for her to mass produce uh, weapons to destroy like the Earth people, and then Zuleta was gonna stop her, like when she was starting the company, and then she wanted to keep Zuleta out of it. 
Yeah, I didn't ever really. I didn't think they were actually gonna go that way, so I didn't really think about it like that. Well, what? So, what even really was the spoilers? By the way, what even really was the motivation behind her mom making Quiet Zero? And like, why would anybody volunteer to like help her with it and be on the team? Um. Well, she wanted to do it because, wait a minute, but she had the whole thing with, she wanted her real daughter to like live in a, a net sphere space. Yeah. But like she was already alive in the robot, so. But I mean, even if that is the case, why would anybody else on her team give a fuck? Like, why do they care that much? I don't know. Because why would they care enough about her fake daughter that isn't actually there to get like blown off the face of like space by a giant laser? Um, no, I'd have to think about that one. Like that was just the only thing like it wasn't terrible, but it was just like more basic than I expected it to be. So, you know, the giant laser the one they just kind of brought out of nowhere at the end. Um, I feel like that was trying to reference the original Gundam where Xeon brought out the giant laser, you know? Well, there that was also a point in Zeta Gundam, wasn't it? Towards the end. Was it? Yeah, remember they were like, yeah, we got this massive thing that we're going to use to destroy colonies. You don't remember that? I thought that was like I a big I deal do. at the end. Or, like, that was a part of what they had to do at the end when everything came together. Because I well, remember... They were gonna... Yeah, they were the Xeon were going to use it. Or, or the new Xeon. I don't remember. Well, no, um, I don't know which faction it was, but they were going to smash a colony into the moon. Like an, an old one. Oh, okay. I don't remember why I thought there was a weapon. Or maybe they were going to use the laser to destroy the colony before they crashed into the moon. Who knows? But yeah, I think that's like a common like end point for a lot of mech shows is there's a giant weapon and they have to deactivate it or destroy it. Oh, you know what else they did to reference the original Gundam? They had a fencing duel for the last duel. What? Remember when Suleta fenced that one guy? Oh, yeah. I, I was like, when did she fence her mom? <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I just completely forgot that they showed that. It was like for a few seconds, but they had a fencing match. Yeah, it was kind of one-sided though. Because yeah. Suleta is just the goat, apparently. She just knew how to do it. Yeah, but other than like the more basic ending, I, I really liked what they turned that show into. I thought it was great. And the music and like the production side of it, there's no complaints at all. The opening and the ending, uh, I never skipped them. Yeah, uh, they were all good. Yeah, but I hope that they make more, like, two-season things like this in the future. Um, yeah. Maybe well, next time, if they spend, like, less time in the beginning setting it up, and then more time, like, fleshing out the end so that it wraps up with a more, like, maybe not complicated, but just more, like, impactful ending, then it would be better. But for the most part, this one's good. Yes. It's 
it's nice to get something every now and then that's not just an adaptation of something else. Yes, definitely. It's completely new. In terms of where we put this on the the ranking system, I don't remember what like what weight we put on Magnificent, but I I think it's enough to put it in there. I think so too. Especially because at this point, with how like weak the season stuff has been, uh, we're gonna have to put some in here, or there's not gonna well, be any. Yeah, I don't think Commendable would have done it justice. No, it was very good. It's just it could have been more. Yeah, could have been, but very very good. Definitely worth a watch. And in terms of this season. I'll we'll have to remember as we go up more, but either the best or definitely one of the best. Like, definitely, like, top two, probably. I don't remember. But the next one up here is actually right next to it that I saw. I don't think you watched it. It is My Home Hero. I did not watch that. Okay, so basically, I think I explained this in the episode that got deleted from the databases. But the basic premise of My Home Hero is... Um, one day this dad, uh, there's this family, there's the the dad who is a, who writes mystery novels, um, and then I think he, I think he writes mystery novels, but he also just works in like a business place, um, and then his wife, and then their uh, daughter, who's like college aged. So one day the, the dad is uh, going to his daughter's apartment to like clean it up a little or something. I don't actually remember what. Um, but as he's in there, he he noted like someone breaks in to the apartment or or something. I don't remember if he breaks in or if he just comes in and doesn't know who he is. But it, uh, the dad hides in the closet. Uh, his name is Tetsuo. So Tetsuo hides in the closet and he's like listening to this dude on the phone and it turns out that this is his daughter's uh, boyfriend that she's currently dating who is abusive because you can see oh no i forgot the in i forgot this is important uh how this actually ends up starting is he follows her boyfriend around to see what he's up to because uh his daughter has a like bruises on her face. So that's how it starts. But then at some point he ends up hiding in the closet in his daughter's apartment. And then, uh, the, this guy is there and he's talking to the phone on someone and he's like with someone and he's telling them that he's going to need some like cleaners because it's about to get messy with the, with the current person that he is like screwing around with. So apparently what this guy does is since he's a part of the mafia and there's he's like the son of somebody important in it, he can just kind of do whatever he wants and nobody really can do anything about it. So he just like randomly would just like rape and kill girls and stuff like that. Ooh. So so once Tetsuo figures this out, he's just and he's in the closet. He's like, well, I'm not about to let this happen, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So, in just like, without thinking, with just his like fatherly instincts, he jumps out and ends up like 
beating him in the head with a rice cooker until he dies. So now this dude is dead and there's Tetsuo with a rice cooker standing there. And there's blood all over the place. And he's like, well, I guess now I have to cover up a murder. And that is the show. Because covering up a murder for who turns out to be the son of the boss is not an easy thing to do. So thus starts a sequence of mind games and like game a game of cat and mouse where they're trying to catch him and then he's trying to cover up in different ways that they won't like see coming and all the while trying to act like like he has no idea what's going on and stuff so i, th I think it's it's a very solid uh i guess you would call it psychological but it's not to the point where like he's not like a super genius but he just has like common sense and then like he just knows enough to where he can get by and like just barely scrape by with getting away with things and what i like about it is that he doesn't he's not like perfect so he'll make mistakes sometimes and he'll have like a, a perfect plan set up and then something will just screw it up completely and he has to go off the fly and figure something out so he's not like an all-knowing thing so he's always like in danger constantly so and at some point there's another character that shows up that is tasked with like finding out who killed um the dude who's the boss's son and if he doesn't figure it out then they're gonna use him as a scapegoat and like plant it on him and then just kill him so it's either this dad protects his daughter and his family by covering it up or this other guy like dies because he couldn't find out who the murderer was so there's a nice like uh kira and l dynamic sort of but not like but like just kind of sort of that dynamic that happens and it's pretty good it, it sounds like really solid plot yeah it's the it's not like the most incredible thing i've ever seen but it was entertaining all the way through and i don't know i, I don't know in terms of this season i think it was really good actually uh but like right yeah i didn't hear about that because usually i'm into the psychological stuff so yeah i think i remember talking about it at some point but i don't know if i ever mentioned it to you maybe i don't know but yeah i don't know if you want to go back and give it a watch i would say that it's worth it especially since the ending uh definitely implies that there's going to be a second season so if you wanted to catch it before then i would say it's worth it and it also so far has the best girl in in this entire season or like in this entire year so far probably which is old state which is this this guy's wife to the mother because she kind of carries a lot of the plans sometimes and she's kind of the goat but you you'll understand if you watch the show i see but yeah that one was really good um, you really don't see like psychological or thriller stuff like ever anymore. So it's nice to see this in like the sea of random fantasy bullshit 
chose. Well, it's a sea of random fantasy isekai and like a bunch of rom-coms. Yeah, a bunch of mediocre rom-coms with a couple good ones. Oh, but let me put this in the ranking. Uh, I would put it at commendable. Not quite magnificent, but I would say definitely worth a watch if you like that kind of stuff and you've been like needing it because there's been a drought which there has been i will say something that does kind of take it down a little or not a little i think it would be a lot better if the production was better but unfortunately it's either like average or sometimes just straight up just not good uh, but the story carries it a lot so that just speaks to how good the the thriller psychological part of it is because there's a lot of like stills and the act the scenes where there's supposed to be some action in it is usually not flattering but the story and the characters are good enough that it it still is enough to carry it but yeah that's my home hero all right and then the next one up here i did not see but you did which is Kimiwa Hokago Insomnia. Oh yeah, I did watch quite a good deal of that one. Um, so yeah, it's about um, it's about this guy Ganta Ganta, um, and he has insomnia. And I don't remember exactly how he got into the situation, but this other girl who also has insomnia was using the observatory in the school. To basically like sleep during the day because she can't sleep at night and like she used rumors about somebody dying or dying from the observatory to like scare people away from going up there it was something like that um but anyways like they meet i think they were sitting up for the school festival but they meet and they decide you know hey like, why don't we share the observatory and hang out and maybe get some sleep? And then, anyways, a teacher catches them up there. And she's like, you weren't having sex, were you? They're like, no. We were totally sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, she was like, well, you can't be up there unless you start the astronomy club again. They're like, fine, we'll start up the astronomy club. So they do. But Mark, they have to have five members. Well, um, I think they get another member. Well, before that, um, there's this other character who I think she knows. But this, um, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. They, this, I think, Ganta, like he basically um, doesn't know how to like do astronomy. So he gets this former graduate of the school who um, runs an arcade, like show him how to use the camera or in the telescope so they can have a viewing party, right? Because if they have a viewing party, then they can get more members. Yup. And it kind of leads up to that and end up finishing it. But um, it had a, had a very high production value, I, I would say. Um, I might actually like finish it too because I did enjoy that aspect of it. Uh, the characters, um, the relationship 
between Ganta and a Mogari. That's her name. Uh, it was it was good. Um, it was good to see them share in their insomnia, and the the smug arcade dealer. I was also entertaining. Um, but as far as like the story goes, I didn't. It wasn't really moving along for me. I don't really have a better way to put it. Like everything looked nice. I enjoyed the characters. I just, I said, I, I needed something more, like the spice. You know what I mean? So it was just kind of standard fare, and it wasn't really doing anything crazy. Is what like, you're saying? Yeah. I mean, it was nice to watch. Like, it's one of those good, relaxing things you can just sit down and watch. But it's not it's not giving me the adrenaline that I sometimes require. Like have have you seen the Genshin Impact uh ad where it's like the chef? He's like, There's no impact. What are you doing in my kitchen? No, I have not. Okay, well <laughs> <laughs> But I understand the feeling behind what you're trying to say. Yes. You get it, right? So, yeah. Um, still very nicely animated, but um, uh, pleasant. That's what I would rate it. Pleasant. Which is not bad. Basically, yeah. you're saying it's a good, like, nighttime watch an episode and then go to sleep kind of thing, if you feel like it. Basically. Which, there's a time and a place for those, so fair enough. But it didn't it didn't really capitalize on the romance aspect and it didn't really capitalize on comedy or like events. It was just kinda in the middle, I think. They don't like get really into astrology either. Or not astrology, astronomy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um like they do, but they, they it's more like them like getting members and organizing the, the viewing party and like than it is um like the astronomy itself you know hmm that's interesting i i watched another anime probably like a year ago that was about an astronomy club um that one was forgettable though i see well while you rank that the next one we have on here is also one that you've seen and i haven't which is also a rom um i guess which is skip and loafer Ah, uh, yes, Scoop and Loafer. Very good. Um, so while it does have its comedic moments, um, I wouldn't really classify Skip and Loafer as a rom-com. It's actually just a straight-up romance story. And, I mean, it has, like, all the classic stuff. You know, um, freshman new high schooler in Tokyo. And, yeah. Anyways, um, it's about Iwakuri meets meets me and she wants to become she wants to like do well and be a civil servant and um i guess the the romance interests the other character that she meets on the way to school and uh, it she ends up puking later but he's he's this guy who's like low-key but he's like a popular guy um but he's actually like a former actor and nobody knows about it so his friend like get wants him to join uh, the drama club, but he has 
trauma from being a childhood actor. So he like doesn't want to do it. And because like he's popular, he's always putting on this face. So like nobody knows what he's really thinking, like for the most part, until like Mitsumi actually has to like pull it out of him. And you also, it's not just them. You get an, a cast of other characters that are all well rounded. Like, there's, I didn't feel like there were really any cookie cutter characters in the whole show. They, they all felt like people, you know? I see. Um, so I think that was a good aspect of it. Also, the animation is just beautiful. Yeah, it does look very nice. It's so high quality. The art so, style's unique. Would you say that in terms of this compared to Insomniacs After School, that this is more worth going back to? Oh, yeah. Okay. For sure. I think um, if you want to watch uh, a romance anime that's not your generic um, rom-com, like, the, there's this awkward person and there's antics and it's just kind of like repeating the same joke over and over. This is not like this. It's actually got um, a plot and a narrative and you get to see actual character development. Wild. Um, Unheard of. Yeah. Like just from the first episode, I could tell that the author actually thought about the personalities that they were putting in. So, yeah, the... Uh, the animation is so smooth. Like, it's not stiff at all. It's fluid. Very high quality. Um, now that being said, it's not the most unique idea in the world. I mean, it, it's it's pretty standard. It's just done very well. Um, I thought it was a shoujo at first, but I don't think it counts as one. I'm not really sure what genre to label it in. But um, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, I think it is at the very least commendable. Alrighty. So I will try and go back to watch that when I get a chance, or if I remember, because that was one of the ones I missed. Yeah. So commendable it is. So just let me know if I skipped any that you ended up actually watching. But. Uh. There's a couple of them that I watched one episode of. Um, uh, Boku no Kokoro no Yabayatsu. Oh, you watched that one? I actually heard that that one was surprisingly good. That's also what I heard. I watched the first episode, and I was just kind of like, nah, probably not for me. Um, it's it, it, it felt like um, kind of a Nagatoro-san kind of show, you know? Oh really? Like not or not really, but I, I thought know. it was like a like a like, I don't know. It's supposed to be funny and pull at your heartstrings at the same time and be goofy. It's, it's just what can I say? It wasn't doing it for me. Fair enough. I, I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah, the the male character he's got dark fantasies. But um, encountering the popular girl slowly changes him. You know, it's like, yeah, I've seen that plenty of times. It And I feel like Kubo-san, uh, that one, 
Kubo-san won't let me be invisible. It's kind of the same type of plotline, um, just like in a different context. Now, the other one I did watch was the first episode of was Dead Dead Mountain Death Play. I see. Um, and because one of yeah, one of my sources told me that it was just incredible. So I gave it a watch, and it's basically a reverse isekai where the knight from the fantasy world gets reincarnated into modern Japan, but he still has like his um, RPG powers, like his skills or something like that. Uh-huh. And then I don't know how it like set up to be this way, but then this girl like tries to kill him in an alleyway and she just chases him through a building and then um i think he uses like bones or his some one of his skills to just kill her basically i see oh yeah because well because he's a necromancer so he makes like bones come out of places but uh, there was something with this where it was like the same the same author as something else that i had read or something but i can't remember Anyways, I was like, wow, that was really something that I just didn't watch anymore. Um, so I don't think I can, like, give it a fair rating, because I only watched one episode. I see. Well, if we didn't skip anything else, then the next one on here for me is Tengoku Daimakyo, or Heavenly Delusion, which is the one that is probably... That one's probably my number one after watching it for this season it's really good yeah i this i really liked this one i thought it was very unique yes it's a very good setting and it doesn't like it doesn't like over explain itself either which i like it just lets stuff happen yes it lets whatever it wants to happen happen this is like i don't know if this really works but it's it's like a mix between the Maze Runner and Blame. Yeah. Um, or I would say, like, The Promised Neverland and Blame. Yeah, that too. Because, like, all the kids in the orphanage and, like, there's sinister stuff going on. Well, yeah, that's, like, exactly the plot of Maze Runner. I've just never seen Maze Runner, so. Yeah, so the exact, like, like the whole thing with there being, like, a special school for these kids where because they're trying to raise like a new uh general like like they're trying to make them into things that can like supposedly make it so humanity gets revitalized or, or whatever that's like the exact plot of maze runner except this time they just kind of got out at some at some point but they won't go into specifics uh but yeah, this one was really good. The animation and the style of it was just constantly, like, really good. Um, very fluid. Yeah, I really liked um, the part where they go to the one town, and it's, like, all the people um, who are, like, say they're being oppressed by the doctor, but the doctor's not actually, like, a bad guy. Yeah, that was interesting. That was also really sad. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it was just it was just good. It's just them going basically I get we didn't really explain the basic concept, but basically it's post apocalyptic and this guy 
and or this kid and his bodyguard who whose whose gender is, is just an interesting subject to discuss is his bodyguard and they are looking for what people call heaven apparently so that's what they're looking for and they just kind of go and they just kind of follow whatever clues that they get yes and there's uh monsters they're just they're there oh yes there's also monsters i forgot they were what they're called though like kiru kiruko or something something like that yeah then um what's her name she has like a laser gun the main the, the other main character yes uh wait wait no kiruko is the name is is their name the name of the the bodyguard i think oh yes that, that is right is, yeah yes maru is the guy and like he has the maru touch where he can just like stick his finger in the monsters and they die yep i, I liked how how weird it was and how it didn't bother like over explaining anything it just happened but also i don't know if i'll be able to talk about this without spoiling it but very vaguely i don't really understand what happened to the guy at the end for him to become that way like what happened was that addressed or was it just kind of i don't know because that was just kind of out of nowhere but i think the point is that the world is just fucked up yes um yeah i don't know what it was building up to exactly yeah but this one's hard to talk about for multiple reasons it's because of the fact there's so many weird things that happen that i don't want to say because it just would take away from it and also it's, it's just weird so it's kind of hard to describe because it's so. weird though yeah no it's a good kind of weird if you like that so I would definitely recommend this that one, and I would put it on par with Witch from Mercury and Magnificent Tear, unless you disagree. I, I don't disagree. All right. Yeah, I'm definitely glad that I went back to watch this one, and I, I just got to watch it in, like, one go, so that was nice. I didn't have to wait every week, but hopefully we get a season two of that. Um... I think the manga is it's still going. I see. So. Yeah, we'll see about that one. And then, did you ever get to around to Vinland Saga season two? Or well, no, I guess you have the manga. I did read all of the manga, so I okay. did not feel the need. So you know what happens, but I don't because I just didn't watch the second season. But I will get around to it eventually. I don't know why I didn't, but I just didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyways, people like the second season because it has the farming arc, I assume. And, you know, all the character development happens. And, I mean, you'll hear people say, it's like, oh, oh my god, bro, it's so amazing. And then, like, you see all these memes of, like, I have no enemies. You know those ones? Yeah, I've heard, like, both sides where... Like, it's really good for the development, and then other people who say it's terrible because there's no action. But it's probably more of an in-between. But I just haven't seen it. See, I take the in-between position because I think it's good um, just overall. 
I don't think it's bad, but to me it just felt like the okay. Well, let's for, but first of all, spoiler alert for the, the end of the first season. Um, like Ascalad dying didn't feel like you know enough to completely, utterly change um, uh, Thorfinn's character. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know because literally that's the last thing that I know. So I have no idea yeah. what happens. Yeah, um, he ends up being a slave on a farm, and then he meets this other guy, and through like a series of, I wouldn't say events, but like he has reflections, and then he comes to the conclusion that he's just um, never going to take a life again, and um, well, that ends up being a problem for him when people try to kill him. So he'll be like dodging people um because like you know he has no enemies right yep um, it's kind of a joke but um there uh, there are some parts of the second arc of that that are good um but i actually liked it more after that part um when it picked up like after the farming arc after he's done with that i, I actually think it gets better after that I see. Yeah, I know it's um, going to be good. I just need to get around to it. Yeah, it's it's good, but I don't think it's good on the level of character development of, you know, say, Vagabond or something. You know, like Miyamoto Musashi. Well, I haven't actually read Vagabond, so no, but I, okay. I know it's good. Yes. Um, well, the, the character development in Vinland Saga and Vagabond are kind of the same theme of being, like, violent and then, like, finding enlightenment. Um, I, I personally just think Vagabond does it better. That's just me. But I still think Vinland is good, you know? Um, especially when Crossbow Girl comes in. Oh, I, I definitely liked that part. Alrighty. Actually, that's probably not even in Season 2, so never mind. So, can't really rank that one. Because Mark's read the manga, and I have not seen the anime. But that's that. I'll get around to it. And then uh, some. the next thing listed on here is the that episode that came out for Attack on Titan. That was like an hour or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. Um, I remember it being good. But, I mean, it's not it the end. I don't think there's a point in like ranking it. It's just not over. No. It's just Attack on Titan, final season, part three, final episode, part two. Yep. But I but we swear it'll end in fall twenty twenty three. Yes. So till then I, I, we will not be ranking it. But right I next to that Attack on Titan Final Season Part Three Final Episode Final Part Final Episode. Yeah, the the joke is so real that it's like not even funny anymore. It's just like, yep, they really did do that. It's not even a joke. But disregarding that, um, next one up here that I saw, that I think you saw but didn't watch as much as I did, was Konosubarashi Sakai ni Bakuinwo, or An Explosion on This Wonderful World, which is the Megaman prequel, basically, to Konosuba. Yes. How much did you see of this? Uh, like a third, maybe. 
Oh, okay. I didn't realize you even watched that much. So I didn't watch that much more than you, but I think we both have a decent idea. But basically, this is just the Megaman prequel to Konosuba, and it follows Megaman in her town with stuff that happens before with her going to her, her academy and then various antics happening in their town. Um, it's not bad, but it's not up to par with Konosuba, so it just kind of makes it feel lacking a lot. Yes, because um, in Konosuba, like, what made the comedy work, in my opinion, is just Kazuma. He was the glue that bound the party together, so to speak, and it's like, it's him with the other characters that made it funny. And so I think to just take one character on their own is, um, it's not the same. Yeah. And like, like I said, it wasn't even bad. It was just missing what makes Konosuba good. So it was just not the same, but yeah, it wasn't terrible. There were some good jokes in there sometimes. Um, I mean, it's still Megamine and Megamine yeah. is Megamine. So, yeah, I've I always the the town and like Megaman's like clan and stuff has always been funny. So there's there's always there's some good jokes in there, but yeah, if you're fiending for more Konosuba, you're not necessarily gonna find it here. Um, but I watched eight episodes of it, so I might as well finish it eventually if I ever get around to it. But I don't know, it, it's it's all right. I don't really have that much to say on it. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just kind of there. Um, but I, w I would recommend, or what were you going to rank it? Um, I'd say Pleasant. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't put it, I wouldn't put it in Copacetic. I would put it in Pleasant, I guess. Yeah, Pleasant. It was um, definitely enjoyable to watch. Alrighty. What is next? Well, apparently next is One Piece. Uh, but obviously we don't list One Piece on our seasonal. But One Piece is incredible. Um, did you watch Yamada-kun to level 999 no Koi Um, No, I mean, I think I had all the, rom the romance I could take at a time, so I didn't watch that one. I see. But it might be good. Yeah, I heard it was good. And it's pretty high up here. It's probably decent. Um... I didn't watch Dr. Stone, but I'm sure it was fine. Um, Matt, did you watch Mashal? I did not watch Mashal. So I think I explained it before, like the manga, because I've read, read a decent amount of the manga. But basically it's Harry Potter, but it's a joke because the main character doesn't have magic and he's just really strong. So it's funny for like three chapters. And then it wears out, so it just kind of gets repetitive and then kind of gets tropey, even though it's supposed to be, like, comedy on the tropes of shonen stuff or, like, magic school stuff. But it's fine. Um, I did, wa did, I did you... actually watch it because I was curious. What were you going to ask? Did you watch the, the Studio Trigger anime with the magic school? Um, um, Little Witch Academia. No, I have not. You sh you should watch that one because that one's actually just really good. Yeah, I've heard that one's good. Very high quality. But in terms of Mashal, I don't really have much to say about it. 
the entire premise can be described in just it's a comedy about a guy who goes to magic school but he doesn't have magic because he's just really strong that's the entire show so you take from that what you will it's fine i would put it in copacetic the animation of it itself was also like satisfactory didn't elevate it or anything and then um so how much of Jigokuraku did you watch um i watched um to the part till after they get on the island and um they had the first fight i think and then there was like the bug thing that ate the guy okay i think i watched like just as far as you did then or maybe like a little less um so i think the concept is cool like some of the fights were cool but the story was um how should i say this um it just it didn't make sense so basically the the main guy gabimaru is an from an assassin's clan and so He's getting executed, but they can't execute him. And so instead, he gets recruited to go to a a weird island to earn his, like, freedom. And yeah. a bunch of other similar situation people do also. That's, like, the setup. But, like, you, you know the part where he beats all the, the prisoners, like, during the, just the Shogun speech or whatever? Yeah. Could have easily just run away right there and gone to his wife. Um, like, couldn't he have? I think the reasoning was that the I forget what they're called, but the people who are supposed to guard them. I think the reasoning was that they were like really strong. I guess, but but I don't know if that stayed true or if that was just the idea well, they were trying to give off. But okay, here here's the thing though, uh, like the whole idea was. The Shogun was supposed to send like criminals to get the elixir because he doesn't want to send his best people and have them get killed. But he's sending his best people to guard the criminals. <laughs> like, I didn't think about it like that. You know? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that part doesn't really make sense. But And then like, okay hear me out on this like say you're the criminal and you actually find the elixir of life like why would you not just take it then and then become immortal because then like your retainer wouldn't be able to kill you anymore well i have no idea I... but i don't think you're supposed to think about it too much i think it's just supposed to be like an action fest i think so which yes. it is which it's decent at from what i saw it had good animation so you're not gonna be disappointed in like that front, but in terms of like uh, a gripping story, yeah, it's not really like that crazy. Or, like it doesn't really make that much sense. Yeah, like I don't know. Like if, at that point, why wouldn't you just like send the samurai people? Yeah, who knows? Don't. Like, I'm pretty sure like, one of the criminals just kills their guard right off the bat as soon as they land. Like, yeah. Doesn't that happen? I think so. Like, you're there on an island together. How do you expect that to not happen? Well, whatever. Anyway, um, if we had to rank that one, 
I would say just because I think it's all it's just supposed to be like an action thing and that's what you watch it for. I would put it in pleasant or maybe copacetic because it's like adequate as that. It was cool. Yeah, I don't but... I don't want to be too harsh in it. So I'll put it in pleasant. Pleasant pleasant is fine. The, my roommate for that the week I spent in the Florida thing was like yeah, it gets better, and maybe it does. Maybe I'm just being too harsh. Um, I see. But that is Jigoku Raku. And then, finally, unless you watched Demon Slayer, because I did not. Um, I did not. Alright, well, I also did not. Not because it, it's terrible, or it's going to be terrible or anything. I just didn't get around to it, so I can't really say anything on it. Um, I would actually like to read the manga, though. Yeah, I've heard the manga is really, like, like basic. Really? Like, the reason that it's so popular is because of the anime. That's true. I could just be, like, lying right now. But that's what I've heard, I think. Is that the manga, like, sold really well because of the anime, but the manga itself isn't, like, anything crazy. But the, the anime is just so worth watching because of the the animation and stuff because of the animation like the openings yeah i'm sure but something i know we both watched i assumed a completion was the second most popular show this season which was oshinoko yes absolutely so the first episode of this is like an hour and 30 minutes long or something or like maybe longer yeah it's like an hour and 30 yeah, it's like a small movie, basically. And it's that first episode is the best that the show gets in this first season, in my opinion. Um, yeah. It kind of sets up something that it doesn't really become, which is fine, I guess, but it's just not as interesting as I thought it was going to be. At least not yet. Uh, well, it definitely... Like hooks you in with that first part. Yeah, no, it, it definitely did the opposite of Witch from Mercury, but it wasn't necessary. It wasn't bad. The rest of it, I still, I still liked it. Uh, but going into slight spoilers, I guess. Well, I, I don't know how to. How do you not spoil it? I think you kind of have to. Though. Yeah, I mean, if you don't want the first episode spoiled, then then don't listen to the rest of this. Uh, but. Basically, what the first episode sets up is that um, this guy who's a doctor uh, dies and gets reincarnated as with as twins with the girl who was had like a had cancer or something in the same hospital. So they both get reincarnated as her twins, and I didn't describe who her is, but she is. Uh, I, who is a very famous idol in the group B Komachi, and both of them were fans of her. But basically, they just they get reincarnated, and then something happens, and then they have to figure it out, or he has to he tries to figure it out. But what it really becomes is like an excuse to go through different parts of the entertainment industry and like go in detail about how they work, I guess, and what goes on sort of. 
and yes. what the effects can be on people. So that's kind of what it focuses on. It doesn't really focus on the mystery of what happens at the end of the first episode. Mm -hmm. Although I think it was the appreciated the arc it went into Akane. Yeah. I didn't think it was like the greatest thing ever or anything, but it was good. Yeah, I think it was made was... less impactful by what by her character like afterwards. Yes. I don't I know. Think... It was just kind of weird. Yeah, it was kind of like a 180. Because I, I, now I don't know if it was like genuine or not. So I don't, I don't, I don't really know what to think of it. But it was uh, interesting, at least. I do like uh, the red hair girl, though. Yeah, she's good. Um, and then um, Aqua. Uh, um, I don't... Uh, it, yeah, anyways. It seemed like it was setting up for a mystery... And then it kind of puts off the mystery, I guess. Yeah, it'll it sprinkles in little bits of like progression, but it's very slight, and it's definitely not the focus at all. So it's just kind of there for to keep you going, I guess, to keep the plot moving at different places. Yes, um, I don't know. Um, I I assume something. Like huge will happen later, but I don't know. I'm not. I don't exactly see where the buildup is, besides the fact of them creating the idol group. I don't know. Um, but very high quality production on Oshinoko. Yes, that is def that is definitely one thing that makes it very good. Is it's very high production. Yeah, it was so nice to look at for sure. Um, now I I read. Like the first main art, like in the manga, and the manga actually has really great art. And I don't know. I'm thinking maybe the manga is the best way to experience it. Um, also, you can continue the story that way. I may actually do that at some point. So, I thought about doing that, but it kind of when it took the turn of not really being that. I think I don't think it's like worth not worth watching. But I think it's enough to where I can wait for the second season, because it'll. There's definitely going to be a second season, so. Oh yeah, um, the opening Yasobi Idol, I think it ranked what number four in the U.S. Uh, song charts. Yeah, it was something crazy like that. But yeah, like, the opening is very good. I, it was making the charts in the United States. Like, I think it beat out Taylor Swift. That's crazy. I didn't know it was that good. Or I didn't know I could get that high. Like it was up there. Crazy. But it is it is very catchy. And it's a very good opening. Oh yeah. I forgot to bring this back to what we were talking about at the beginning. Uh in terms of like bad anime podcasts. So they were the the anime that they were reviewing was this one, was Oshinoko at some point in it. And all they were doing was complaining about it where like i don't think it's the greatest thing of all time but they were just complaining about everything they were like the eyes are weird and i was like i was just like what what it's so like interesting i yeah and they were like the, the main, regular eyes the the girl who wants to be an idol they were saying that she's she was ugly because she only had one star eye 
I was like, what? And then what really got me was they went on like a, like a 30 minute rant. And I was just, I was just forced to be just listening to this while working just with like giving me a headache. They kept going on about how it's not possible for there to have been a fifth, a pregnant 15 year old. Like, well, how would that happen? Like they were just, uh, they would just, they just kept like going on about it. Like that could not ever happen in real life. Yeah. Well, um, I was just, I was just like, what? 200, like 200 years ago, that would have not been a crazy thing. I'll just say that. Um, so it is possible. Well, I mean, even even today, I don't think it's even that. I think it's. I think this is just a thing that happens. But they just could not understand this being a thing. But well, okay, yes, yeah, it it definitely happens. I meant like, yes, it is possible. Something I did agree with though, uh, was they were. Comp I didn't. I didn't really see it as a complaint because I don't. I didn't think it was supposed to be entirely, completely realistic or anything, but they were complaining about like all the supernatural aspects of it and stuff. But, uh, they did point out that there was no way that nobody noticed that this idol was pregnant or like suspected anything, but I guess they just covered it up really well. Well, I mean, yeah, it seems like it would be pretty hard to hide. Because usually idols wear skimpy clothing. Well, I don't know though. Because, like, if she noticed after like a month, I mean, you could still hide it at that point and then run off somewhere. Well, yeah, I think her excuse was that she took a hiatus. Yeah. So I, I, that 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 like solves that. But the fact of like people not suspecting that she was pregnant because she was gone. Or whatever. I don't know. Well, but I I'm don't sure think it's that big of a people, deal. Yeah. I'm sure some people did suspect it, though. But it was just... Like, there was no proof, you know? Yeah. Yeah, this one was interesting. Yeah. It was a, I don't a weird mix. That's the, like, that's not even the biggest issue with it, though, I think. Uh, okay, issue's not the right word, but... Um, I don't, like... How do I say this? It wanted to be like a mystery in the beginning, and then it transitioned to like an idle slice of life, and then it was like mystery again. Like, you know? Yeah. I just kind of accepted that it wasn't going to be what I thought it was, and that just kind of accepted what it was, which was fine. But it is very, like, all over the place. Um, you know what I thought was really funny, though, was... The freaking peon dance they did. Hey, yes. You know, the chicken guy. I think what was funnier is the part later where Aqua does the voice for like a week while he's training <laughs> them and they don't they somehow just don't figure it out. That was so good. But yeah, that's yeah, there's there's good parts. I just think it's very like all over the place. So it's kinda hard to yeah. get like attached anything but in terms of what it wants to do which i assume is go through each these different facets of the entertainment industry and point out like what actually goes on or like how it can affect people i think it did a fine job 
So yes, I think it did a good job. I mean, it gave you kind of the acting side and the idol side, um, but it's not um, it's not like gripping, um, uh, you know, it's not like a, a page turner. Except some parts it is, and some parts it isn't. You you know what I mean? Yeah, some parts it's like you. I have to know what happens next, and then it just goes into something completely different. And it does right. that for a while, and you're like, oh, this is, I mean, this is interesting, I guess. Like, and then it just goes to something else. It's... I thought it was really picking up when Aqua finished um, the acting job, and then he meets that guy, and he's like, let me tell you about I. And it ended up not being, like, important information, really. No. Like, like he could have looked that up on the internet, probably. Yeah. Like, surely he could have just found that already. <laughs> See, I don't know. It, like, it's kind of weird because you think Aqua, like, having his intelligence as a doctor, like, would not um, use it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it kind of seemed like that's what they were, the idea they were going for. Like, I was expecting, uh, you know, a light Yagami character. Yeah, it was definitely not that. But anyways, uh, would would you say, I mean, it's at least commendable, right? In terms of what it is, and just because the production quality is so high, and the opening is good, and it's just very well done, and there's also like good parts about it that aren't what I thought it was going to be, and like it's still good, I would put it in commendable. But just be warned i guess if you haven't seen it yet that what you think it's going to be is not quite what it is but what it does end up being is pretty good but we'll have to see in later seasons if it focuses more on the entertainment industry aspects or the mystery or if it just kind of sprinkles it throughout and doesn't really completely focus on it till the end Uh, i'm actually kind of optimistic about this one i think this could just be a build-up to something else. Yeah, this is by the same uh, person who did Kaguya-sama, so... Yeah. I do have high hopes. But that is everything, I think. Let me look in OVAs real quick. Make sure I didn't miss anything. Did you watch Owl no Okristra? No, I did not. Was that just a show? I think it was. Did you watch it? No. Oh. Well... <laughs> Let's see what movies came out. Apparently a Kaguya-sama movie came out, but not here. So, won't be getting that for a while. You know what good movie came out recently? Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. That was very good. I saw it in theaters. It's fantastic. Yes, I also did. I had to do that. Yeah, that the movie is insane. There's so much going on. Oh, yeah. It was... It was great. And it was very, very good. Like the animation phased in and out between 2D and 3D scenes, and it just flowed. Yeah, it was actually kind of insane. Because the first one was already like really crazy, but the second one was somehow like just twice as insane in terms of like stuff happening on screen and like the movement of it and the different styles that they mixed in and stuff. It was just. Very good. Also, Miles Morales is just a good Spider-Man. Yes. 
but the the dune cliffhanger is rough yeah oh, that was that was hard that was tough but very good but in terms of actual anime movies there wasn't anything else that i saw that happened however uh speaking of stuff in theaters i am going to see psychopath providence because they are showing that over here for a very limited time and that will be on the 13th when i go see that so i'll probably talk about that next episode I see how much of psychopaths have you seen uh i think i just watched the first season okay yeah if you ever feel like it you should watch the rest of it because the rest of it's also good i definitely will it's on my list i'm not sure if this takes place like in the past or if it's like actually a sequel to the third season OVAs, but depending on that, I'll we'll determine how much of it I talk about, I guess. But I expect it to be good. Yeah, I'll probably just... I actually might just rewatch all of it, to be honest, because it's been a while. Yeah, I, I literally like just did that. <laughs> There's actually like a surprising amount of Psychopath stuff that has just come out over the years. Because there is the first season, which is like on its own, just one of my favorites things in general. Everything else that comes after isn't quite up to that level, but I think that's just because the first season is just so incredible, at least in my opinion. Uh, but I, I still like the world and stuff, so I've watched all the other stuff and it's still good. But there's like the second season, and then there's a movie in between the second season and the third season, and then... The third season happens, and then there's an OVA after the third season to wrap it up. And then there was three different movies set in three different times throughout the series in, like, after that, I think were released after the third season. And then now there's going to be another movie. So, but I think mm -hmm. all of it is worth watching. So, but other than that, I think that is all that we watched and that we rated. So this is so. this is a lot less than uh, usual, I think. But in terms of the season being kind of slow and us being unfortunately adults, it uh it kind of takes a toll. So that's why. But yeah. I'll just go over from lowest to highest ranked. We didn't have any egregious or amusingly bad this season. But in Nugatory, we do have Alice Gear Aegis Expansion, which is the only one in there. In Copacetic, we have Otaku Elf and Mashal. In Pleasant, we have Insomniacs After School, An Explosion on This Wonderful World, and Jigokuraku. And in Commendable, we have Skip and Loafer, My Home Hero, and Oshinoko. And finally, in, in Magnificent, The Best of the Best, we have Witch from Mercury and Heavenly Delusion, which are very deserving. Yes. So if you want to watch anything from this season on recommendation from us, you cannot go wrong with the ones in the Magnificent category and anything else below that. Uh, I would recommend all of them in Commendable. I think we would. Um, anything past that is your discretion. And yeah, I'm sure we missed like a couple ones that were worth watching, but I was too busy to test out anymore 
and I just didn't really find that many insanely good ones. So, like I heard the the Yamada, um, Yamada Kun, something like that, nine nine nine. Like that was pretty good. I heard. Yeah, so. I just was never in the mood for a rom com, which is why I just never even watched the one that you recommended. Yeah. Um, if you are in the mood for just a romance anime, though, Skip and Loafer is pretty good. Yeah, after Gundam, I'm I'm fiending for Mech right now, so I might have to watch a Mech show. Oh, there's there's plenty. My next one I'm thinking of watching is Armored Trooper Votoms. Yeah, I wanted to watch that one. Either that or Pat Labor, since I own it. Oh, you own it? Yeah, I own like a big box set that they released that has all the OVAs and movies and show, but I don't remember the watch order. Because I think it's, like, weird. Have you seen Megazone 2-3? No, but I own the first two of three discs of it. So I don't know if I should just watch the first two parts and then just watch the third part online, or if I should wait to try and find the third disc. Um, the first two parts go together, and then the latter two parts go together. Oh, there's four parts? Yes. Oh, I see. Um, Megazone 2-3 is incredible. It's so good. Um, oh. Especially like the first two parts are really fantastic. I'll at least try to watch those then. And then if I just can't wait, then I'll probably just watch the other two parts online. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a mech that turns into a motorcycle. I mean, it's, it's just cool. Well, when you put it like that... So... Yeah, um, some of the best OVA animation too, though. Like I would compare it to Bubblegum Crisis. I see. That is a very high bar. But not quite there, but it's up there. Yep, I am excited to get around to it. What was that one OVA that we? I don't remember if we actually finished it, but what was that one OVA we were watching that you own the disc of? That was Appleseed. Appleseed. Did we ever finish it? I don't think so. I'm probably going to have to rewatch that when I watch it. Yeah, I like that one. I think it's I think it's a fun time. I remember the scene where uh, I can't remember what happened. I think it was a guy in like a fire suit and he just got like cooked inside of it. And then they were like, this guy got cooked like a crab or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that happened exactly that way. Did it not? Maybe it was from something else. Because um, that's the OVA where there was like, I don't know, it's all kind of a blur in my mind, but there was like a, uh, like a psychic girl who can use fire or something. Uh, no, that's definitely not Appleseed. Oh, what was that one? Um, psychic girl who can use fire. Yeah. And they were like forming, like there was like a military crew trying to take them down. Or, like, take down their organization and stuff. I don't really remember. I don't know. Um, I do know of another good uh, Mecha OVA that you should watch if you have not watched. Uh, Dragon's Heaven. Oh, yeah, I know about that one. I, I need to watch that. That one's that one's a classic. I'll, I'll watch I'll watch Appleseed again and, and Dragon's Heaven if you watch the entirety of Gao Gaigar. Mind. It's only like 50 something episodes. 50. 
Yeah, it's really long. It's like Is it on anything? No. No, it's not. Okay. But they they did release, I think recently, a Blu-ray of both the the show and then the final OVA, which is like the best part. Uh so I I want to get those eventually. I think they also released Gunbuster for the first time on Blu-ray recently. So they did, I'll have to they? get that too. I love Gunbuster. Gunbuster is so good. I wish I could rewatch it for the first time. That was something. It's it's almost like the quintessential anime. It is. It's it's nice and short and gets to the point. It doesn't waste any time. It's just a solid it's just anime. It just is what it is. And yes. it's very good. It is what anime should be. Did you know that uh, the subtitle Aim for the Ace in it is actually a reference to or no, no, no. What, they don't say that. They say Aim for the Top as a subtitle. Yeah. Uh, but Aim for the Ace is like a tennis manga and apparently the first episode is like a parody of the beginning of that manga. So that's why it's called Aim for the Top. So one day I'll have to watch Aim for the Ace. I suppose so. If it's mentioned in Gunbuster. Yeah, apparently the last two episodes of Gunbuster are also like a reference to an old Japanese movie also, but I don't remember the name. Hmm. Or like something with the style of them. I don't know. There's a lot of old Japanese movies that are famous, like the Kurosawa films. Which I've actually not seen a single one of. You haven't seen The Seven Samurai? Nope, I haven't seen any. Yojimbo? Nope. I need to watch a couple of those. So The Seven Samurai was actually the original thing. And The, the, the Magnificent Seven, the American movie, is basically just copied the plot but made it a cowboy setting. Oh, I've seen that one. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I didn't realize that. But originally it was a samurai movie with the seven samurai come to defend a village from bandits. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah, I need to watch, speaking of westerns, I need to watch like the good, the bad, and the ugly. And then like seven samurai or something like in a night when I get a chance. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Uh, Clint Eastwood is a JoJo reference. Is it? Yes. When? Uh, Jotaro? What? Yeah, because... Uh, How is he a reference to that. Clint Eastwood? Well, because that's kind of like what he was based off of. Because oh. Jotaro's favorite actor is Clint Eastwood. Does he say that? I think he does. I don't even... I, I actually he... don't remember him saying that. I... That is really funny, though. I'm pretty sure that's what he's based off Fair enough. I thought you were saying the song Clint Eastwood by the Gorillas, No. Like, was a stand later on or something. Wait. Huh. Never mind. They still have not announced the next JoJo part, by the way. So, still going to be waiting on that for a while, it seems. Isn't it Steel Ball Run? Yeah, but they haven't announced like that they're going to adapt it yet. So, they're doing the same thing as they did before Part 6. The one with um, the American president and Jesus and a disabled guy on a horse. Yeah, I think that's the one that has Jesus, the president of the United States, like a dinosaur, and apparently balls and horses. 
So we'll see. But apparently it's the greatest JoJo part and one of the greatest pieces of media ever written. It sounds like my kind of story. It, it does sound like it. But we will just have to see. But speaking of seeing into the future, let's look at next season and just kind of gloss over it. And I'll talk about what I've seen. Um, okay. So we have Jujutsu Kaisen season two is the big one for this season. Did you see the first episode? Oh, I did not see the first episode. I did see the first episode and it was good, which is not surprising. Um, but that's exciting. Um, and then obviously we have Mishoku Tensei, which has had two episodes come out, which I've seen both of. Yes, I've seen that as well. It's incredible. It is very good. I'm excited to see where that goes. Um, and then obviously our favorite show, Hori Mia, is getting a second season. So we have to watch that. Wow. Um, and then it's still so funny to me that it just lists One Piece in here. But no joke, One Piece is incredible right now. And it is about to get to a, a very important episode that is going to be very talked about. So there's no possible way for you to catch up now before then. But I would say stay wary of the internet for a while. Is it ending? No, but there's a very pivotal moment that it's better if you don't get spoiled. But it's going to be like impossible if you're on the internet when this episode comes out. Uh so either either just start start reading now and don't stop until like you just and, and just don't sleep or just ignore the internet for a bit. I see. And then see what else looks interesting. Oh, I watched the first episode of this show called Sukinako ga Meganeo Wasurita, which is the girl I like forgot her glasses. Did you see this one? I'm assuming not. Uh, no, I've only watched um, Mushoku Tensei so far. I think. I see. So this one is is like a really basic, uh, like gimmicky rom com where the gimmick this time is that the girl the main guy likes, who of course sits in the corner by the window in class, uh, and she's his neighbor. She forgets her glasses. And so she gets, she has to get like really close to him to like read his book. And so it, it just shows like 20 different angles of her, like scooching up, trying to squint to see the, the book. And then him like gasping five different times, which is just really funny. Um, and the style of this one is very interesting. I think you should watch the first episode of this at some point and then just just because of how interesting the style is i don't really know how to describe it but there were many times even though this was like this is just like a rom-com that the camera made me like nauseous what like i don't know what was going on but there's like really weird angles and then like when they walk up staircases it's like following their feet and it's like swirling around and stuff and it's like partially 3d like i don't really know how to describe it it's funny that you mentioned that because when i first wore glasses i almost tripped down the stairs because everything looked distorted it wasn't even like a perspective thing that's just how it looks oh 
No, it wasn't even from her perspective when that was happening. That's just how they did it. But it doesn't look bad, at least in my opinion. I think it looks interesting enough that I want to watch the second episode just because it's so, it's such a weird directing style. So it's just, it's something. But that one's interesting. And then I watched the first episode of Zom 100, which I would definitely recommend trying out because this one is looking to be very promising. Yeah, I know the plot. I'm definitely going to watch that one. It's like a Shaun of the Dead type situation. Yeah, like everything you know about the plot is what happens in the first episode, basically, which is what I knew, but it was just very well done. So, yeah, I'm excited for this one. And then The Devil is a Part-Timer, second season, except, well, I guess the second part of the second season that they butchered is happening, and I will not be watching that. Uh, let's see. I'm excited for Helk. Helk is, like, way down here. Well, I'll, I'll mention it when I get to it. <laughs> Um, what was this one? This one called Yumemiru Danchi wa Genjutsu Shugusha. Shugisha is, sounds like a slightly interesting rom-com that I probably won't end up watching, but maybe. Um, I've heard that Liar Liar is good. It's like a psychological death game thing, I think. Oh my god, are we getting the vending machine isekai this season? Oh yes, I've watched the first episode. Actually, I think I watched the first two episodes. You did? No, no, no. Only one episode has come out, but I did watch the first episode. And it is... It's an, it's going to be another one of those gimmick ones where it, unless the comedy gets like crazy, which I don't think is going to happen, it's just going to get really boring. Because <laughs> it's, it's literally just the guy... A guy really likes vending machines, and he dies because he sees that like a tr- he's driving... And he sees that a truck in front of him carrying a vending machine, it like the vending machine is falling off a cliff, and so he ju- he like gets out of his car, and jumps, and like grabs the vending machine to protect it while it's falling, and then he dies, and so he becomes a vending machine because he likes vending machines so much in another world, and he's just like looking through computer code, which is supposed to be like his skills, and he can. He can change which types of stuff he's selling and and he can like raise his defense or whatever. So I don't know, but it sounds like a very boring life. Can you imagine like, being a part of like, the group that decides which anime to fund next? They're like, guys, what if we made an anime that a guy who gets isekai as a vending machine? Like, oh, stole this. Yeah, it's oh. like... They're just going to do one of these like every season, I think, because it's one of those things where you're like, well, I have to watch this because it's so weird. So you watch like the first three episodes and then it just kind of dies off. But it's I guess like the, whatever. Yeah, the one where you, the guy gets reincarnated as a sword. He just flies yep. around. This is very similar to that, except even more like stationary because like he can't move. He has to have this girl that happens to come across him who's really strong move him to random to like a town. And if he doesn't get enough money like in a day and he like ends up running out of money, um, he just dies. So he has to have people buying his stuff constantly. So I don't really know where they're going to go with this, but the cover, but he can't even like talk. 
he he can only talk in lines that like the vending machine has programmed. So he can say like Yerashaimas or like uh <laughs> or, like take a look at the products or like welcome. Like he can only say stuff like that. Uh so I'm assuming that that's not going to be a thing the whole time, but because that would be interesting. But yeah, I don't know what's, what they're going to do with this, but I'm going to watch it until I get bored of it. And then... Veroni uh, Kenshin is getting remade. Yeah, it looks like the first episode already came out, but I did not see this. What is it on? I don't know. I watched the original anime, though. Yeah, I haven't seen the original, but I will watch that and see um another season of bungo stray dogs which i assume is good i'll probably watch that one day one day one day and then uh there's an atelier riza anime which is based off a game which i don't know if it's going to be anything good but the first episode was like an hour long really yeah i'm not sure why I don't think it's like, I don't think it's like anything groundbreaking, <laughs> but just in case it is, I'm, I'm going to try it out. Mm. And then I watched the first episode of the new Fate series, Fate Strange Fake. And so far it's a, a good start to a Holy Grail War, the classics, but this time it's a little different, but all the classic uh, servants and stuff with some new ones, but that one's going to be good. And honestly, if you Fate. wanted to, if you wanted to, you could probably start watching this because I think it's one of those things where it's just completely separate, sort of, but it just kind of has references. I see. But it's, it's it's a completely new war, but this time it's in America, so that's going to be interesting. They use guns. I mean, they use, they definitely used guns anyways, but okay. that's like the thing, because I, I just rewatched Fate Zero. And the main dude for Fate Zero, like, that's his thing, is that he assassinates mages with guns. He's so sick. But yeah, I'm excited to see where that goes. Um, I've heard about Undead Girl Murder Farce, but I don't know if it's good or not. I just remember seeing it somewhere. So I might watch, like, one episode of that and see what it is. What a title. What a title. I have no clue what it's about. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay that way. And then... Uh, Dark Gathering, I also think I saw something about this, but one of the tags on it is horror, so maybe. I don't know, it doesn't look particularly horrific, but I'll try it out. Yeah. Um, and there's Level 1 Mao to One Room Yusha. This one caught my eye because one of the guys on the poster is like a dandy, so have to check that one out, obviously. And then Helk, obviously. That one hasn't started yet, though. I don't think. Yeah, no. But I think it... Yep. I guess it comes out tomorrow. Yes. I I can't wait to watch a fantasy that's not a Nisekai. Yup. Except the Shokutensei, because it's good. Yeah. And then... Let's see. I think this is the last one that caught my eye. Was Dekiru, Dekiru Neko wa Kyo mo Yutsu. Which I think is... Uh, the housekeeping cat. Like I, the house. I, I don't know if it's housekeeping keeping cat, but something like that is also like lazy today or something. Um, but yeah, but this one just just because of the the art 
or like the cover is you have to watch one episode it, it's just it is a, quite the cover it's just a big cat yes but other than that don't think there was anything else yeah i think that's all let me see if there's any important movies that are supposed to come out or ovas oh the uh well, i guess this already happened but the bunny girl senpai movie came out in japan I don't know if that's going to be released over here. I would just, I would think it would be, but I haven't heard anything yet, so I don't know. Better it would be. I had to look up the Psychopaths one and like barely, like realize that it was happening, because <laughs> I just happened to look it's it up. Just one random theater in the middle of nowhere. Um, and supposedly, the, the new Studio Ghibli movie is coming out in two days. Nuts. The, isn't that the one that took? Like six years. Yeah, it's been make. a long time. So it better be good. Hope so. I think I've seen all of the Studio Ghibli movies except um I haven't watched the raccoon one and the high school one that's not very scripted. Um the the pineapple one? The pineapple one? What's the one that has like a pineapple on the cover? I I don't remember pineapple being on any of the covers. Maybe it maybe it actually doesn't have anything to do with a pineapple. But what's the one where it's about like the I think like the older the older sister and the younger sister? Or is that the wind oh, rises? That one. Um is that only yesterday? Oh, I think that one. Yeah. That one was I thought that one was kind of boring actually. Yeah, I've actually seen a very small amount of Ghibli stuff. I've only seen, uh, I've only seen, okay, I guess I haven't seen that small amount, but I haven't seen all of them. Like, I haven't seen, I watched, like, half of Nausicaa because I was watching it. Because I, I swear I can explain. I was watching it with my roommate, and then he had to go do something, so we had to stop it in the middle, and then we just haven't continued it. So I'll probably, I'll probably just finish it on my own. Nausicaa's good. But yeah, no, it was incredible from what I saw. Uh, and then I've seen Spirited Away, Owl's Moving Castle, uh, My Neighbor Totoro, and Princess... Well, what's the name? Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke. I wanted to say Princess Monogatari for some reason. But yeah, Princess Mononoke, obviously. But I think that that's all I've saw. That one's good. I think my favorite of the ones that I've seen... I don't know. I really like My Neighbor Totoro for some reason. Oh, also Ponyo. Ponyo might be my favorite one, actually. Ponyo is good. But I need to watch the other ones, specifically Nausicaa. But I think what I really need to do is get the Nausicaa manga. Yes, it's you should. Um, yeah, it's a good story. It's got, like, the art is fantastic. Um, the paneling in Nausicaa, though, is kind of odd. Um hmm. Like it's not your typical layout, but there's a there's just a bunch of panels on one page, and it's kind of hard to follow sometimes. But didn't uh, he make that or like draw that first as like a as like something to show to get the movie itself greenlit? I don't know. I don't I remember who just... did that, but somebody used some. There was some anime director who would like make the manga first, like draw the manga first and then present it to people to get it like greenlit. 
and then make the movie out of it. I don't know if that's the reason. I think it's I I think it's more like he had the opportunity to make a manga, so that's just what he did. And then like from there he kind of went on to movies and stuff. Because uh, first he helped out with um, the castle of Cagliostro. That's how you say it. The Lupin. Um, and then he did another one before forming Studio Ghibli. It was a show of some kind. Oh, uh, I can't remember. But anyways, Nausicaa is technically the first Studio Ghibli movie. I see. What is, I'm trying to think, it's a movie, it's not Aria. But there was some movie that came out in the 80s or maybe 90s that was the manga was done first. So I haven't actually seen it, so I don't remember the actual name. But it's it's not Aria, but it's similar to that name. Akira? No, not Akira. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to look it up because I heard about it. Heard, someone was talking about it on a podcast, but I don't remember what the name was exactly. Oh, Arion. Arion? Arion. A-R-I-O-N. It's an anime about, like, Greek mythology, sort of, I think, maybe. Oh, oh yeah, I've seen this. Well, the cover, anyway. Yeah, we'll have to watch this one at some point. Yeah, I think Discotech Media was actually selling a Blu-ray on this. Oh, yeah, it looks like it. Neo-Heroic Fantasia Arion. Oh, it was directed by... Uh, Yoshikazu Yasuhiko, that's why. He did, he was the character designer and animation director for the original Mobisuke Gundam. And then he made like Crusher Joe, which I haven't seen, and Venus Wars, which I also haven't seen. And then like, he's the uh, he's the author of the Mobisuke Gundam, the origin manga. Oh. There's a, a YouTube video that pops up in, when you search for him that's like, Somebody reviewing a Mobile Suit Gundam The Origin art book. And the name of the YouTube channel is Zaku Aurelius. And I feel like that could have been you in another timeline. It definitely could have. That could have, that could have just been you. Also, this guy is 75 years old. Well, I could review the Dorodoro art book because I got that one. You should start a YouTube channel called Zaku Aurelius 2 and then review the Dorodoro art book. should. Or maybe we should just have an anime intellectuals YouTube channel, but that will remain to be seen. Maybe could one happen. day. That could be a possibility. But then we'd have to have, I guess not necessarily, but I think if we do that, we'd have to have a video podcast or something video. So I guess we don't really have to have proper cameras, but I would like to before that. So Yeah, I would think so. We could like review stuff with the, the physicality yeah like ah uh, the pages the <laughs> glossy text we could make like hand motions and stuff yes and facial expressions yeah it's like it's like we're real people in real life and we're definitely not ai generated chat gpt like paragraphs and this definitely sure. isn't like a social experiment definitely speaking of well, not speaking of social experiments, because it's not related at all. But I don't think I ever actually introduced this as the Anime Intellectuals podcast. But that's what this is. And now that's what's over. Unless you have anything else to say. 
me as your host Jordan and then co-host Mark. Well, I, I would say um, stay thirsty for more. All right. <laughs> 